0: A jingle jingle hello to everyone joining us for the festive season on Sequel Pitch for episode 58. Episode 58. End of 2022. We are thrilled to have you all with us as always. I'm Drew Toynbee. I'm back hosting after some a bit of time off and, and stuff and now I'm back and I'm very happy to be here and I'm very happy to be here with my illustrious co-hosts. First off, joining me, we have the workaholic dad who needs to learn that deep down <laughs> he's already enough. It's Matt Rushton. Yeah, oh wait. <laughs> we have the criminally insane mailman who, honestly, you just don't know what he'll do next. It's Andy Henry. Be hey, careful, I'll... Blow up this podcast with a bomb. (laughs) (laughs) And the grubby conman mall Santa, (laughs) Ross Harmston. Yeah, come and sit on my lap. (laughs) Now, as you'll know from the episode title, we are. if you didn't guess from those clues, I don't know how specific those clues are. I reckon most people would get it from that. We are doing this week the 1996... American family comedy Christmas classic Arnold Schwarzenegger vehicle jingle all the way. (laughs) As always, we do our 60 second synopsis just in case you haven't seen the movie and you want to know what happens before we get to our reviews and our pitches. So I'm going to read it off. We're trying something new here. If it goes over 60 seconds, we're going to speed it up a bit. (laughs) So if it goes a bit funny, it's because my summary was not short enough.
1: So here we go. Workaholic Minneapolis mattress salesman Howard Langston misses his son Jamie's karate class graduation ceremony and so to make it up to him promises to get him the hottest toy, Turbo Man, for Christmas. His wife Liz reminds him that she asked him to get one two weeks ago, but now it's a day before Christmas Eve and he forgot. Telling no one, Howard goes off around the city looking for one after promising Jamie he would make it to the holiday parade in the city that afternoon. What follows is a madcap journey involving a gang of criminal con men Santas, repeated run-ins with a criminally insane mailman, (laughs) a literal mail bomb, various car mishaps, and his divorcee neighbour Ted trying to muscle in on his wife Liz. After accidentally setting Ted's house on fire trying to steal the Turbo Man that he'd bought for his own son, Howard is caught and Liz goes with Ted and Jamie to the parade. Howard realizes that he can't break another promise to Jamie, so goes after them and ends up starring in the parade as Turbo Man. Whoa! Myra and the crazy mailman comes back and endangers the life of a child, Jamie, trying to get the Turbo Man doll for his own son, but Jamie tells him he can keep it because he has the real Turbo Man all the time, his dad. Then, in a post credits scene, we realize that Howard was so busy getting Jamie's present that he forgot to get one for Liz uh Oh, what
0: a dick! <laughs> Indeed. <laughs>
1: oh my god.
0: So, classic, kind of six, seven, eight years old movie for us. I'm going to start at the top of my screen, Andy. What were, what are your memories of this film? Did it live up to what you remember from when you were younger?
2: It was a bit of a classic. I think it must have been one we watched every year in the house, just because it's a, it's a, it's a, a semi-family friendly now watching it again film and i remember it being good i remember it being a bit funny and a bit silly and all that lot and watching it again oh my god i love this movie it could be my new favorite christmas film i think it's ridiculous in the perfect way everything wow it's not great it's not not like a great movie i just had so much fun watching it 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 passed surpassed expectations
0: in every way possible wow okay matt what was your initial reaction after watching it (laughs) Um,
3: (laughs) yeah, I I watched it a few times as a kid, and I watched it once as an adult, and I wish I was a kid again, because I (laughs) really wasn't that bothered about this movie this time around. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I have a couple of issues with this movie. (laughs)
0: Mm -hmm. Okay, we will cover that presently. And Ross, our resident Arnie expert, how do you take Arnie's Christmas family movie well see this is it
4: he i am I, I love arnie i love all of arnie's films and it's got everything you need it's got arnie he's not as like it's not as memorable as like many of the other arnie films like but there are some you know great quotes that you can uh you know remember uh, i was going to
0: ask what's your favorite arnie quote from this movie
4: uh or obviously it's got to be I'm not a pervert. I was just looking for a Turbo Man doll. <laughs> you got the cookie. Put that cookie um, down
2: as well, which is a classic, anyway. Yeah, yeah,
4: put that cookie down. Yeah. No.
0: down. No. Yeah.
4: Um, I think watching it. Yeah, it's, it's a, He's a questionable father, but a terrible you know, father.
0: I love it. Yeah. Uh, hey,
4: hey, hey. He wants to get his Turbo Man doll, and he'll do anything mm. to get that doll. Um. <laughs> Uh, Short but, of being a good father yeah, to begin with, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. a much better criminal
3: um, than he is father. Let's put it that
4: way. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> he just he just performs best under pressure.
4: Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, I I enjoyed this movie. Um, and you'll see what might give it in terms of my score. But um, yeah, I like I like this movie. I loved it. Well, I love it. I love the fact that it's a nice Christmas movie to put on. Um, I mean, it's just set in. It's not really. There's not really much Christmas. It's about
2: a Christmas toy, but that could be more to
4: do with like it's as Christmas as and stuff like that. Well, it's yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's it really is like it's it's a good thing they have the turn at the end where Jamie's like, I don't need the toy because I've got my dad. But <laughs> it is still that his dad is the living embodiment of. This monument to capitalism, which is Turbo Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, And I yeah, love that line it, as well. Like, I, I've got the real
2: Turbo Man at home and stuff. He's like, no, you don't. As soon as you take the costume you, off, you don't. He's back to being your shitty <laughs> dad. Not... So yeah, he's not <laughs> keeping. And it. We, we, he's not keeping that. We've all said this like behind this before we got on and stuff. Just how he doesn't learn a lesson towards the end. You know, that typical time when the the main character is supposed to go like, oh, I'm a bad dad. He does kind of a guess when he tries to nick the toy from Ted's. But then he's like, oh, no, I'll put it down. But yeah, that, but then he that's literally... still not being a good dad. <laughs> no, no, that's just being a, a nice, no. a normal, kind person. But like at the end, he literally gets carried away by a crowd of people. And then you watch it again, and then he, the only thing he says is like, oh, I've neglected you and Jamie, but that's going to stop now. And it's like, he's said that so many times before. Yeah, that's more, a load like... of shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is
3: one of my biggest problems. Yeah. Like, I, am, I have to take them Yeah. Because this is one of my biggest things. Liz is a fucking <laughs> joke of a character. Like... Oh, my God. The fact that she puts up with this husband. He is a pathetic dad and a rubbish partner. Yeah, and he yet is, she like, the biggest <laughs> mattress salesman in New York. I don't give a All shit. Right? Like, Mi- she's Minneapolis. She's right. She is not there for a supportive <laughs> film. Yeah, 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 that is anything. definitely true. Right. <laughs> Tim. Tim, for me, is the unsung hero of this film. Albeit a very creepy unsung hero, but he is the unsung hero. He's a single Ted, dad. Ted, 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 Ted. Tim, Ted, Ted, Ted Tony. Ted.
2: he's not that important (laughs) Ted
3: Ted is the unsung hero here because he's a single father one provides Mm. for his kids and makes sure that his kid loves him he worships him the whole town loves Ted because he's constantly got time for everyone else. and constantly putting everyone else, kind of. I know he's doing it because he's trying to prove that he's the better partner. <laughs> but he is doing so much for everyone. Wait, he, his own wait, ego. Wait, wait, wait! I got, to, I, like... I
0: got the impression that he no, was. I mean, he he just is, sleeps around. He, he, just he just sleeps around with the women. That's how his marriage matter. probably, hey, probably if fell apart.
3: That's what works for him. <laughs> he's clearly supporting all the women in that town. <laughs> he's
0: like the worst he's kind of guy. with the women. <laughs> yeah, it does at least seem like it's all consensual it's yeah. like he doesn't try to he, he he does kind of forcibly kiss Liz, yeah. but he doesn't he gets, chase after her when she yeah says he no. gets gifts from the other that's, women in the neighborhood at the start and stuff and like yeah that's quite funny
2: but like, i definitely think that's, that's how that's it's damning
0: with faint praise isn't yeah. it yeah oh he does he doesn't chase after her once she has to (laughs) slap him off for kissing her it's Um, oh man it's such a shame like hearing phil hartman's voice and you see his face and you're like that's fucking lionel hutz yeah that is lionel hutz and the fact that as well yeah exactly and the fact that he's not around anymore is a real crime
4: yeah
0: he is he's perfect
4: casting for that that, yes that Mm -hmm. that role and um (laughs) sinbad yeah, oh, I mean, I, what a weird choice I as think, well. Who, who thought like, s-
2: would be good for this? Not that he was bad. His
4: actual like story is really like sad. Yeah, yeah it's like...
0: desperately sad. <laughs> yeah, they make like... him the villain, and yeah. it's like, oh my god, this workaholic, th- this guy who has to work all the time, not because he loves his job, like Arnie, but because he's Fucked not paid very system. well mm. and is separated and is just trying to desperately prove that he's a better father than his own father. Yeah. Like, that's a really sad, dark yeah. drama movie. Yeah. And and so they're just like, oh, well, we can't let it be too sad, so let's make him mental. Yeah. So, like, we all know the villain hey, in this movie is Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. What a <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Poor Simba. I wanted to ask you guys, who's your favourite... Cameo that isn't a cameo because actually there's a bunch of like people who became way more famous after this who show up and that but they're so they are cameos but they're just bit parts because they were relatively unknown. I wanted to know if any of you guys spotted them. Um, um, know, well, you've obviously got
4: Anakin. Um, yeah, is that after Star Wars or the, before? this was three years mm. before he was episode one. Than this uh, yeah. And he
2: does do. S- <laughs> Yeah, I can say it, it is kind of show is down to the writing and directing because he
0: is—he's much better yeah, in this. Yeah,
4: I mean, obviously, being a massive wrestling fan, here it there is. is. <laughs> <laughs> there is Paul White, aka the Big Show, big show. As, as as the Big. <laughs> it is Grill, <laughs> which I, is amazing. I, yeah. I was
0: I was watching it, and I'm pretty sure that actually I'd read that bit of trivia before, or I'd watched it before and gone, "Hang on, is that from Big Show?" <laughs> But oh, I had to check it again, because you see his eyes. And growing up on wrestling in the 90s, like,
1: those mm-hmm. eyes were big shows. Oh, oh, terrifying. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's big show. In the same scene, you've got Vern Troyer, who was mini-me yeah. in Austin Powers. Yeah, um, you've
4: got um, Chris Parnell, who
0: plays yes. Jerry. his uh, first in, movie appearance. In Rick and Morty. Also, the woman in the fur coat, who gets the Turbo Man in the yeah. first... Toy Shop is the woman who does the voice of Lisa Simpson. <laughs> oh wow. I wouldn't have known that. Yeah. <laughs> but obviously you wouldn't necessarily recognize her. That is all down to IMDb, but yeah, some interesting little and of course um Rita Wilson who plays Liz is Tom Hanks' wife yeah, yeah. in real life. The radio returning station, Rita Wilson I can't remember
2: the actor's name, but he, he's he was pretty famous. He was, it uh, was uh, Reverend Green, I think, in Clue, which is an even worse film to reference because it was
3: before <laughs> this fucking film came yeah. out. So, um. so he peaked at this film, right? <laughs> the story,
4: like, the story is like, it goes a bit weird after he goes to the weird, like Santa mafia, oh. like people, like. That was that. Were a bit was a bit odd. I mean, the whole thing is obviously farcical, but like, well, what's well, what was that it, so it, odd with it? Like, I just I'm, think it's just a bit like, are they are they Santas
0: like, or are they? Oh, what, just, that operation. Yeah, like, they're more yeah, Santas. How does, how does one small city support that many mall Santas? <laughs> yeah, Or, yeah, or yeah, it's on a um, sized city. I have to say, Ro- I completely agree, Ross. It all ties together in the final act with him being turboman and actually having the 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 wrist discs and the and a functioning <laughs> jetpack jet jet Jeez, military that grade style someone, like jetpack It yeah. the the previous person to have a coma <laughs> um or some yeah. shit yeah <laughs> yeah that's a that's and a great line that that sequence where he's, like, flying all around the city and he he goes full speed into a wall and stays ramrod straight going into it. And, like, that that finally is, like, this is the tone we wanted for the whole movie and it kind of makes the rest of it make sense. It makes Sinbad make sense. It it really does. It makes the punching a reindeer. It makes Ted having bought a reindeer for Christmas make more sense. Yeah, yeah. It's all shot so normally up until <laughs> that point that it just feels like it's a bit weird, and yeah, then yeah. it turns out no, no, it is actually meant to be bonkers, and it makes it work a lot better for me. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the, the punching of the reindeer because we know he's
2: punched a camel in Conan before. Um, oh yes. So I thought he's punched other animals, but I don't think I think these are the only two he's, he's done, which is I guess a good thing. Report, um. <laughs> Uh, yeah, as well. yeah, I love it because he he runs away from the reindeer at first, and then he like, kind of stands his ground. He's like, "You come and charge me," and then he knocks him out. And then to apologise, he gets him drunk on beer. It's
3: worse than punching, so, him. Like, yeah. Giving the around. reindeer alcohol poison that reindeer died because of his actions. <laughs> we don't talk about the fact that that reindeer <laughs> then killed up and died. We don't see it at like the end, do we? So uh, yeah, Arnie's a just a bad man. He's In just terms just of a terrible, like terrible, ac- terrible
4: character. <laughs> Even obviously, I know it's his character, but like it, you, I really like Arnie's performance in this because it's, even though it's obviously, uh, you know, ridiculous, yeah. he has got some like nice moments and like, um, the acting, his acting is actually like massively improved obviously from, you know, when he was in fucking, uh, Hercules yes. in New York, um, <laughs> and he's got some really nice moments in this like yeah. you know, um, it's it, I, tucking Jamie in and stuff
2: he's, yeah he's gotten a lot better this was I think around his time where he was passable <laughs> for a lot of the films Matt's
4: shaking his head say,
2: it's not the greatest definitely not like, he, at one point he rolls his eyes and it looked like the, like the seventh take or something <laughs> he kind of rolls his eyes and he, he put his eyes up at like a 45 degree angle and then keeps them there and it's like Arnie keep going keep rolling and he's like acting um, <laughs> it's weird to see Arnold be a straight normal man yeah, and that's the weirdest yeah. thing him, he's supposed to be a normal he's not they like, put a joke in like um, Ted says yeah you can't bench press pressure way out of this situation and that's the only reference to him being a massive guy but it's like it so doesn't work him being a mattress so... salesman why like mattress in, salesman in, a, in junior things,
3: but... did they decide that was his background as <laughs> oh, well I know out,
2: out of everything they could have done to say he's a, like a hard working successful salesman. man like, uh, uh, and uh, enough to neglect his family. <laughs> like this is a bu- this business
0: is big enough. He neglected his a mattress business. Your are my favorite customer. Enough. Yeah, like, and he's also he has this. <laughs> he's got this huge business, like a giant warehouse, mm. a pretty swish. Looking office and stuff. It's like at that point, surely you're you're a big enough deal that you don't have to be there. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. the yeah. CEO. Yeah, the CEO is not <laughs> taking <laughs> customer service calls. <laughs> like what is what is going on? But, and that
4: he yeah. is such a bad father that he is so late to his kid's karate thing <laughs> that it's like nighttime. Yeah, it's and nighttime. he's like. Brushing yeah. up all the shit. <laughs> like you'd think he'd look at his watch. I and think go, he's the deal. Like, definitely not gonna yeah. make it. Why, yeah, we, why is the school yeah, open? As why well? is it still just casually? At <laughs> at yeah, 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 why is the school open? <laughs> yeah, he he, it is. he, he the told Liz, <laughs> he's yeah. yeah. told he's the like... CEO
3: of this company. This is bullshit. Like, he's middle management at best. Yeah. Which is why we're actually seeing him on the phones because he's bullshitting his life. He's told everyone he's the CEO of this company. No, he isn't. Not even close as the owner of this company. Can... That's what it is. We've just seen his lies yeah. from the very that first. That could be a good way of looking, looking at it, yeah
0: yeah <laughs> yeah, right i I feel like we could talk about this movie a lot but we need to crack on so i'm gonna go around very quickly and ask for your final thoughts oh. and your score out of five let's start with andy again so yeah so many things to talk about I just, like, so i i love the
2: ridiculousness of it i love it's just kind of like it's a it's a simple premise and then it's just kind of like event after event after event after event i think that actually look at it and having like a nice wrap up at the end and if you kind of put a christmas bow on it that makes a really good christmas story if you think of all the like the like the christmas classics like home alone and stuff your suspension of disbelief is so far you know out there you just buy anything and it's kind of just like event 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 um and that's i like I, I really like this um i love sinbad fair play to him you know yeah he, he got a, a shitty deal in the movie um but fuck he's so enjoyable i forgot how enjoyable he is and um oh yeah it's hard not to talk about this uh, so much but i'm gonna go for i say I loved it loved the film but it's definitely definitely got problems it's, it's got so many like big plot holes and character problems and everything like that but still very enjoyable so 3.5 um uh,
3: t- tasers in the gooch yeah. oh dear me Matt? Um, here's <laughs> the thing I do kind of enjoy this movie I'm not going to watch it again for a long time mm. now <laughs> um, would I recommend it <laughs> would I recommend it? Is as a funny action movie yes would I recommend it as a Christmas movie no um so for that reason, I am going to give it uh, two burning uh, Christmas oh, yeah. figurine heads through a window <laughs> out of five. <laughs> oh, he
2: flies through a yeah, window, doesn't he as well ability. when he's the jetpack?
0: Flies through someone's yeah. like, flat. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, so, yeah Look, people having yeah. dinner. We're <laughs> now scarred uh, for life
2: by
4: flying random men.
5: Yeah.
4: <laughs> uh I I love I love this movie. <laughs> I like the fact that it's a, it's an Arnie film um and <laughs> he can do no wrong in my eyes. Um so and great performances from uh you know some of the other like you know co stars of Arnie as well as Arnie as well. Um so for that reason I'm going to give it Four of the bounciest balls you have ever seen on oh, the planet scene Earth. Oh,
2: amazing. People,
4: like, <laughs> like
2: throwing each other from... like, uh, into, like, uh, displays. Oh, so good.
4: The bounciest ball ever. <laughs> um, out, four out of five for me. Okay. And you up our man. score,
0: hadn't you, because I mine. <laughs> and for... <clears throat> yeah. And yeah. for me, it it was yeah it, it's it's good fun the ending does tie it together it's it's so incredibly commercial like it it's yeah. so much about the commercialism of christmas but not in any sort of cutting or satirical way at all there's there's a lot to like i have to admit i it got a bit of a bump from me and this is a a nice bit of trivia my my good lady wife emily um, when I said we'd made it to doing Christmas movies for the podcast, she was like, oh, I'd like to watch them with you. What are you doing? I said, Jingle All The Way, the Arnie one, you know, the one where he has to get the toy. And my wife turns to me and says, with no sense of irony, I don't think I've ever watched an Arnie film. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> what? My God. And um, she absolutely loved it. Um, so her, her infectious energy has pushed me up a little bit. So I think I would have gone three, but I'm going to go 3.25. Uh, 3.25 acts of terrifyingly reckless child endangerment out of five. It's funny, <laughs> though. This He's part of the performance, and that's all the explanation yeah. you need. <laughs> Just. <laughs> they that performance like all the Power Ranger minions pop out mm. and are, and they're all acting in a choreographed way but I think they would probably like, have it, flagged it, don't love oh, so probably would um, have someone like nah
3: cut this cut this who is this guy this guy isn't the actor <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah
4: or or <laughs> that his own son recognizes his fucking dad's face hey, behind you can just an you're the one who is yeah. 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 like
3: yeah. Ross Hobson you keep your you yeah. keep your tongue as well <laughs>
0: so that comes in at 3.19 out of 5 uh, closest analogue which is nearby is Hocus Pocus actually another mm. family seasonal movie so <laughs> there we go there may be a trend <laughs> so you've so we've, <laughs> we've given our thoughts and now it is time for the main event chaps it's time to get your sequels pitched <laughs> The rules for the pitches are the same as always. The guys will get to give their pitches, tell me what the movie's about, and give me the the usual summary. I'll I'll ask questions if I if I really feel I need it, but normally we'll save the questions so that they can all tear each other apart in the debate section, and then I will choose our winner. Uh, so let's go uh, in the same order. I've started, so I'll finish. Andy, let's have you up first, please. What is your sequel called and what's your logline? And give me the pitch. Right.
2: My titles, options for you are Jingle All The Way 2, Saved By The Jingle Bell.
5: <laughs> jingle, <laughs> jin-
2: because he's a man. That's quite good. Yeah, yeah. Because he, it gets worse. Because it's he's a <laughs> because he's a mattress salesman. It's jingle all the way to double or jingle mattress. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
2: That's good. That's a good
4: one. I like that. Uh, and that then the other one, one was
2: is jingle all the way to all the jin- all the jingle ladies. Or um, text jingle ladies. I'm go- I'm go- gonna, me. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go with jingle all the way home
3: jingle
2: that's my serious one I gotta get that one otherwise it could be all the jingle ladies because they would have no it would not make sense to the plot but it'd be great uh, so Howard has one last chance and 72 hours to show his family they mean, to more, mean more to him than his business there's no time to lose Hey! <laughs> uh, right, so Arnie uh, or Howard, as you should call him, not Arnie. Now um, just call him Arnie; it's fine. Yeah, I'll, I'll stick to Howard. It may be easier for the uh, the pitch. Uh, howard is now mattress king of new york way and he works in a big fancy high-rise building and he's got a power suit on and he's fucking loving life he throws a christmas party similar to the first one and all his staff are celebrating uh, and halfway through he gets a call from jamie who's now uh, an adult played by chris evans uh he's on the set of the new turbo man like tv show and he's playing turbo man so you see like he's all dressed up in the suits maybe the same suit for continuity but maybe it's updated or something uh, Jamie then asks Howard, is he coming home um, for Christmas? And this leads to the crash, uh, classic cr- uh, crash to zoom in. And Arnie's, oh, I think I just shit myself face uh, as he admits that he forgot. And he, he probably won't be able to come home for Christmas. Uh, this isn't new to Jamie as uh, Howard didn't learn anything after the first film. And after his business grew, his relationship with his son and now ex-wife got worse. And he eventually <laughs> moved out of the house. Yeah, Christmas cheer. <laughs> uh, ja- <laughs> he didn't learn a lesson. He doesn't get to be happy yet. Jamie says Howard doesn't <laughs> spend any time with his grandson Alfie uh, and Howard promises Jamie that he'd be there for Christmas. But Jamie says if Howard doesn't make it back in time, uh, he won't be able to see his grandson again. You know, one last time. Howard looks to the clock and he has only 72 hours left to get uh, to get there before Christmas. Uh, so he runs out of the office uh, and he um, he uh, he gets mugged on the on the way. So that kind of like takes away his um, phone and wallet and his money. Uh, and Act 2 is kind of just a, a road trip of him trying to get across country in time. Uh, a couple of the things he would have to do, because uh, he's also trying to eat, sleep, and uh, take rides for free. So that's all kind of, how is he going to do that? Uh, so first of all, he starts off by t- uh, pretending to be a limo driver, and he steals a, a, a limo with someone in it, so we can have a cameo of someone in the back, maybe like Stallone. Um, uh, then when he gets caught, <laughs> he jumps into the back of a caravan that's being towed uh, and like maybe the car's being filled up at a petrol station, so he jumps in the back and he sleeps there until morning. Uh, the next day he's like going through a small town uh, in these, he's going through like a nativity scene uh, and he gets in a fight with a drunken Joseph and then he gets in a fight with all the members of the nativ- nativ- uh, nativity scene and then runs away. Uh, he tries to get some money for like a bus ticket uh, by covering a mall Santa's shift, uh, and this is where like the heart comes in. This is where he learns his lesson a little bit, uh, as he has like a, a young child on his knee, and he's like, "What do you want for Christmas?" in his big Arnie voice, and the kid says like, "Oh, you know, all I want is my granddad, but you know, he's he, he's dead," and, and uh, Howard's like, oh, I don't want to make my grandson feel this bad. Oh, you know, this is this is the redemption moment, or you know, proper push." So he tries to escape the mall job uh, by stealing a sledge. There's like a quad bike competition going on in the mall as well. So he puts the sled on the quad bike. <laughs> he tries to fly basically because it like has it. He tried to like escapes to the mall, but he crashed through like a uh, like some reindeer. So it looked like he's flying, but he crashes through a window, falls on a snowman. So he's fine. Uh, and then he gets arrested. Uh, he gets arrested and taken into jail where he is put in the same jail as his old mate Sinbad. Yay, Sinbad's back. Uh, the next morning Sinbad and his prison friends were already planning a stage' uh, well, planning uh, planning to do a prison break so they uh, they break out and Howard and Sinbad escape together. Uh, they take one last ride but Howard is all uh, is having second thoughts he's like no we should turn back the right thing to do is go back and serve time because we fucking broke the law uh, but then Sinbad sacrifices himself basically maybe he like rolls out the car so Howard can drive on but he sacrifices himself so he can get arrested and Howard can drive home. <laughs> uh somewhere along the somewhere along the way i haven't i don't know yet but keeping up with the arnie hitting animals tradition, he's got a punch of turkey which is yes it's animal abuse but it's christmas Eve, so we get away with it um yeah. howard uh he i think he i think he's gonna be late by say like five minutes he's just he's just gonna miss out on stuff so he works he finally walks onto the turbo set uh, turbo man set to see jamie uh, and Jamie's dressed, uh, dressed as Turbo Man tries to talk to him but Jamie's like no 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 you know you're you're late or something so time's up and I've got a job to do uh, so howard goes oh I need to talk to him how am I going to do it he then sees the villain's costume a bit of a callback maybe to the first one so he's like ah oh, I'll, I'll dress up as the villain I'll go on on the other set and that's how I can talk to him and as he reaches for the uh, as he reaches for the costume another hand slaps down on him and we turn up and who's the actor playing the villain it's Arnold Schwarzenegger so, in a like in a little nod to the Cap versus Cap fight in Endgame, we've got Arnie versus Howard. So it's Arnie versus Aunt Arnie. Howard eventually.
0: Oh man.
2: Howard eventually knocks out Arnie, kind of like ties him up with some uh, tinsel. Walks on set as the villain. And starts saying dialogue and starts talking to Jamie. Jamie kind of realises, obviously, it's Howard, but he doesn't want to screw up the take, you know, suspension of disbelief, forget it. And he, there's a live audience as well, so he's just trying to keep up the act. So he says some dialogue and all that lot. Uh, and the script both reflects, like, the movie, but also the relationship between him and Howard. So he's like, oh, I, I, I once trusted you, evil, uh, was it, Dementor. I once trusted you, Dementor, but I can't anymore. And Howard, not in character, is like, oh, you know, I, I know, I, I tried, but, I, you know, I'm going to try harder. Um, and then eventually he does. He, big, he gives uh, a big apology speech, and Jamie finally forgives him. And the audience sees Turbo Man and uh, the villain hug, prompting big standing ovation, uh, and maybe like a change in the toy line. Uh, and then we end with a big family meal with Howard playing with Alfie. Uh, he tells Jamie he's going to either retire and move closer to them, or set up a smaller business—not a mattress shop, but maybe a pillow shop. <laughs> not because it's a smaller business, <laughs> not as big as a mattress, okay, Matt. It's it's a smaller business, Matt. So it's a okay. pillow. Do you get it, Matt?
3: <laughs> that's, yeah, I'm glad you're to <laughs> my level of education here and my level of brain ability. <laughs> can just see you
2: shaking your head, and it's just I, I don't see you. I think, I think you'll get it, Matt. The smaller okay, no. the business,
3: <laughs> I'd have gone with like and then, baby cots and that's or it. something. That's it. You know, maybe baby mattresses is where you should have gone. Yeah. <laughs> nah, no,
0: no. All right. Well, um, Andy's excellent business advice aside. Thank you very much for that. I, I really enjoyed it. it. Let's thank move it. on okay. to um, Matt. i got to follow that.
3: Uh, my title is <laughs> Jingle All The Way, Wintertainment Wonderland. Ooh, it's going to be Wintertainment Wars, but that doesn't really sound Christmassy enough. So, Jamie and Howard Langston must come together despite their differences. Oh, familiar tone here to ensure the future of the wintertainment parade <laughs> yeah here we go huh. <laughs> okay it's been 26 years <laughs> since the events of the TurboMan huh. controversy and since howard and Liz langston realized they were no longer compatible partners <sighs> thanks andy <laughs> something about a forgotten christmas <laughs> present so howard's repressed by arnold schwarzenegger having realized the error of so many of his ways he spent his life trying to be a better man and a father he and liz remained amicable however jamie blamed his father for his fractured life living in two different cities uh we learned sadly that liz passed away too soon um when jamie who by the way is played by hayden christensen only seems a natural follow-on. <laughs> oh, <fair>. <laughs> <laughs> Whilst he was in college was suddenly nice. his mum passed away. So rather than accept his father's support, he strode on alone and blamed him and probably has some kind of you know lingering issues there. So we cut to today. We see Jamie take on similar personality traits of his father. He's work driven, he's selfish, stemming from his desire probably to hide his personal life. He just threw himself into his work life. He, however, doesn't have a wife and kids. He's very much He's his own person. Uh, He works for an investment firm, Evergreen Inc., you know, thinking Christmas trees, evergreens, are you throwing a bit in there? Uh, and Evergreen right, Inc. It. wants mm-hmm. to have the Wintertainment Parade ended as it lands on the same week as the Christmas Chaos Week of Trading. Uh, there's a ruthless CEO, Mark G. Rinch, played by Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he orders Jamie, <laughs> who is the CEO, to handle the legal process of shutting down the parade. Somewhat to Jamie's dissatisfaction, it does hold some meaning to him. Meanwhile, we see Howard now working at a children's charity. Uh, he's helping to organise organize their spot on this year's parade. It's where they do a lot of their fundraising. This is his and the charity's favourite time of year. However, there's a new manager of the charity. Uh, she's a single mum named Holly, like the Christmas plant, uh, played by Alison Bree. I'm feeling Alison Brie for this. Um, and one day she brings the news that mm-hmm. Evergreen Inc. wants to shut down the parade They're taking legal action against the state to close it down. And with a powerful legal team, it looks like they may struggle to actually beat them. Uh, And then, of course, we find out that Jamie Langston's fronting the proceedings. So Howard, of course, he's like, oh, my God, I've got to speak to my son. He visits him to appeal to his human side. And he reminds him of the most amazing day of his life when Howard played Turbo Man in the parade. His son correctly says that it was all coincidence and probably very illegal and not actually an amazing father-son moment like he once <laughs> thought it was, so dejected, Howard leaves. Holly, of course, being outside, sees how upset his father Howard is and so she storms in the offices to confront Jamie. Immediately taken back by her abrupt nature and passionate defence of his father, Jamie's somewhat blindsided in more than one way. The two develop the starters of a relationship throughout the movie as she manages to open key parts of Jamie's heart that even his father can't so yeah Jamie ultimately in time he comes (laughs) around and he agrees with his father and Holly that the parade can't be stopped but Evergreen Inc of course they've got all the money and they've got a good cause in their mind Um, well no Evergreen Inc has all the money but the charity has this good cause and the city has this good cause to have this winter parade so they need to win with a new strategy and that is to appeal to the hearts of the state and the benefits that the city receives from such a joyous day So then basically the movie spends some time as like a court drama. Uh, We see Myron Larambe is there as the city's defense attorney. He's sorted himself out. He's now fighting for the right of everybody and not at all crazy. Maybe a little bit crazy. I think he'll probably have some very crazy versions of why the city should let it go. But they they buy it. Uh, And at other times we see around the city, the charity very much fronted by Jamie, Howard, and Holly, uh, rallying support through carol singing, other cliche events. And there's one very important key Christmas event, and that's the Christmas show. And you're going to see why in a moment, right now. In the apex of the movie, just as the court case (laughs) appears to be going against the charity in the city, the CEO pulls his appeal. Very much a blindside. No one knows why he's decided to pull uh, his case. It turns out that he was in attendance at the Christmas show after promising his granddaughter uh, that he'd be there. He t- he holds his promises. And when he heard how a story of promises and letting his family down, it resonated with him in a deeper, meaningful way. So we end the movie. <laughs> we see the parade happening. The same news team from the first movie there. And we see sponsored by Evergreen Inc. Oh, I decided to fucking sponsor the thing instead, didn't we? There's a Turbo Man set and Hayden's there playing Turbo Man. Mark's playing Dementor. Uh, who's Mark? I don't know. Mark. Mm. Oh yeah, Mark Grinch, that's it. I've forgotten my fucking characters are called. <laughs> oh. Jeffrey Dean Morgan's playing Dementor uh, and he takes his mask off at the end and he wishes everyone a happy Christmas. There's a really touching shot of Howard holding a photo of Liz and then we see Jamie... Uh, and then he sees Jamie's son playing Turbo Man there's a beautiful kiss between uh, Hayden and Alison Brie at the end and the music is fully provided for by Michael Bublé and Kelly Clarkson they're going to release a duet Christmas album off of this <laughs> not only are we going to make mega bucks at the cinema we're going to make mega bucks off that fucking stonking Christmas album too
0: <laughs> <laughs> very good okay thank you Matt and up last and by no means least, Ross. Okay, it's called Jingle All The Way 2,
4: just because I couldn't (laughs) think of any other name. Um, (laughs) Jamie tries to get his dad to remember the spirit of Christmas after his wife dies.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. What do you guys have against Rita (laughs) Wilson?
3: She's the emotional crutch in the 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 movie. Something because we clearly didn't get it from Arnie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> fucking fridging Tom Hanks' wife. <laughs> God. Oh, yeah, I didn't um, mention she
2: did that at the end of mine. She doesn't do much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: So, we open the movie and it's the day before Christmas Eve. We see Jamie sitting on a desk, running his father's business, saying all the same shit he did about everyone being his favorite customer. He then finishes work and heads to his parents. We see Howard. He looks disheveled, a big, long beard. We (laughs) learn that Jamie's mum died a while back, and since then, Howard has just lost all interest in everything. Uh, He hates Christmas. At that point, some carolers come knocking on his door. At which point, Ar- Arnie grabs a shotgun <laughs> oh, and opens the door. He says, Hasta la vista, baby. <laughs> Uh, and the carolers run away, leaving a yapping dog with them. Arnie punches it and shuts the door.
5: <laughs>
4: Jamie says he needs to get over his he needs to get over his mum's death and start to enjoy life and go back to being the Howard he remembered before his mum passed away. He dismisses Jamie and then he, and then Jamie leaves. Jamie goes home starts watching TV and there's a new piece a news piece on a new Turbo Man reboot uh, about to start filming we then get flashes of memories from the first movie and then Jamie gets an idea he basically thinks if he can show his dad the one of these Turbo Man dolls it will show him that what like um, arnie did for his son back in the day he then grabs his laptop and starts going on facebook marketplace sponsor uh he types in turbo man he types in turbo doll. he scrolls through loads of fake accounts and finds someone who's selling one he messages and asking asking if he could pick it up tomorrow on christmas eve the seller says sure Cut to the next day. Jamie picks up his father and tells him they're going on a road trip. We get some really nice character moments about how Howard wasn't the best father before, like, um, and he was always, and that he should have been there more. Uh, but since um, his wife died, he just doesn't have the will to do anything anymore. Um, then they have a, then they suddenly get hit from behind. Uh, they get out the car and are met by a man in a Santa outfit. The guy pleads with them not to report as he's not got any money. He antagonizes Arnie and then says, Where's your Christmas spirit? To which Arnie punches him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> they then get the, just a little... Uh, then they get to the house of the cellar, but as they get up to the door, someone exits with the Turbo Man doll in hand. The man who bought it turns out to be the son of Myron. His name's <laughs> Byron, who in turn wants to get it for his dad. Uh, Jamie comes clean as to why he bought him. Uh, Jamie comes clean to his dad as to why he bought him here, hoping that it would show his dad of how he used how, how he used to be. They have a heart to heart, and Howard says this means war. Uh, Then Arnie punches the seller in the face. Uh, They give chase to Byron. Insert 10-minute car chase scene, in which they're leaping from car to car. Arnie jumps onto a moving cattle truck and falls into a cow pat. Um, He gets up and punches a cow in the face. Uh, Meanwhile... (laughs) <laughs> Jamie has hijacked an old woman's car who is still driving like really slow behind them and then you can have some comedy with that. Uh, it, they eventually get to Byron. They are trying to pull it off him and it slips and falls into the road as it, and it's crushed by an oncoming truck. Jamie ends up giving Byron double the amount he paid for and then uh, Byron leaves. The two are left by the road, dejected. Jamie looks up and sees a big billboard for the new reboot of the Turbo Man film. Uh, He has another idea and tells his father to follow him. They go to the nearby studio, whichever one, I don't know, maybe in Hollywood (laughs) or some shit, I don't know, uh, in which it's being filmed. However, they can't get on the lot, so Arnie ends up punching the guard in the face. (laughs) Maybe they go, and then maybe they go through like loads of different films, uh, lots as well. And you can in- insert some funny cameos here. They sneak into a trailer to avoid some guards. Arnie turns around and sees an actor in full Turbo Man costume. It's Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> then the awkward si- silence is broken by Booster coming out of a toilet, and it's you guessed it, Kevin Hart. <laughs> Maybe he comes out saying, Oh, you left a stick in the toilet or something I don't know uh then there's some back and forth, and Arnie ends up punching them both in the face um the runner uh the runner then knocks on the door and says, "Are you ready, Mr. Johnson?" They uh panic and they put on the costume and head to the set. Maybe they do some scenes from the movie uh for the movie, and then he is told he has to do an advert for the new Turbo Man doll that's also coming out in conjunction with the film. Um, as Arnie and Jamie are doing the advert with the new doll, The Rock and Kevin burst uh, into the set and they're naked uh, saying, stop him! Insert 15 minute scene around the lot uh, with... <laughs> with those little golf carts. Um, they end up crashing into Bill Murray's new Christmas show and are arrested. Uh, the two are in the holding cell and have another heart-to-heart. Jamie tells Dad he's sorry he couldn't get him the Turbo Man doll, to which Howard says it's the most alive he's felt in years. They embrace. Then a police officer comes in and says, you've had your convictions overturned. Seems you've had friends in high places. Then he, he, he they walk out. And it's the police officer from the first one. But he's now a police commissioner or some shit. And he tells them, I need your help. Those Santas you dealt with all those years ago are are using Turbo Man dolls to transport drugs all around the country. (laughs) Arnie says, it's Turbo Time. End of this uh, movie. Uh, uh, See you in Jingle All the Way 3, Good Lord. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, Very good Very very good Um, There you go Okay So uh, quick recap For the listeners uh, (laughs) Before we Before we get into the debate section We had Andy's Jingle all the way home With Arnie having to make A a, a hitchhike across the country To make it home in time for Christmas We've got Matt's matt's courtroom drama um uh, about charities and saving an the parade good guy. and we have and we have ross's criminal movie animal and people punching <laughs> medley uh coming in last place so chaps i will hand the floor over to you tell me why i should be choosing your movie i just movie. did
3: like you basically, you, you got
4: <laughs> Yours is a criminal. Yours, Yours is, is, a is in a courtroom.
0: Court <laughs> that's what you want
4: from a criminal. Christmas
3: hero is fighting against the evil? Like Andy's. Andy is yeah, just oh, constantly. Oh, what a fucking great. great. Yeah. Fucking that's what I want from a We're Christmas great.
2: movie as well. Yeah, let's have a boring legal drama about shutting down a <laughs> parade there's, sunsies, there's plenty of
3: heartwarming scenes in there as well. You just need to mix things up. You said it a court so drama. It's not it's... just a cliche Hollywood movie with Christmas everywhere. There is mm. a bit of legal drama going on as well because it adds a bit of. Andy's is basically <laughs> just mad I for one, this guy is what? He's the CEO of a New York matches company now. More money than sense. <laughs> Doesn't think to just get a private plane. Doesn't think to just save himself <laughs> effort and fly. No, no, he, he wants, wants to hit like, kind of <laughs> <aparity laughs> that, And then then just goes on a, a criminal rampage where everyone's gonna know he is if he's one of the big fucking <laughs> bloomberg 100 guys everyone's gonna be he's like not, his, face going well to his face company? isn't well known i'll behave i think it will no. be he do you will know, be do you know the seller of your mattress <laughs> uh no because i don't buy mine from the head of new york mattress company this guy is definitely
2: you don't know the, the faces uh, of business people mine's a lot uh, more jolly uh, i think everybody knows the face literally yeah but not everyone knows every ceo's face from every like or any mattress or any company
0: I'm I'm going to leap to Andy's defence here. I don't think that any of us could pick the CEO of ASDA out of the lineup. Yeah, he probably have a good (laughs) shot. Anyway,
4: look, Andy's (laughs) Andy's went. Andy's was all right until he met. Arnold Schwarzenegger in his own movie um, yeah why not why not he's not Arnie Arnold in this movie what, he's I a different person that?
3: Like, what wall uh, have you <laughs> broke through there because that's not even the fourth wall it's well, not it's, the last it's, action it's, hero it's, it's, the ocean's it's no, 12 yeah, no,
0: where, where, where you just hang a lamp on the fact that someone comes in and goes you know you look yeah. just like he's Arnold just Schwarzenegger at some that's point. what he
2: is he's a doppelganger for Arnie and they're just a bit like oh but for us we're like oh we get it we get it
4: why is there no mention of it in the first movie? Why does no one go... Why doesn't anyone Arnie, go, you Arnie are like in that the, guy? He was, he was filming exactly something else. He like
2: the biggest star in the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he was filming something else at the time, so we didn't need to mention him.
3: Oh, uh, fair. Ross
2: yeah. is... I like Ross's, but I think it's just a bit too out there. Uh, yeah, maybe just, just mean,
3: assaulting hey. people. They're not even bad people in this movie, at least in the first one, the people he punched were criminals. <laughs> this one is What do you genu- mean? A oh, security guard just no. doing his job. A dog <laughs> yeah. just there for Christmas. Dog. Hold on, hold on. In the first
4: movie, he blows up yeah, like the... entire police squad. He doesn't. Well, no, no, that was my so bad. he sets fire
2: <laughs> to Ted's house. He does a lot he of still, bad things he, st- he
4: still leaves the scene of the yeah. crime. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Hammermeyer punching uh <laughs> celery. <common laughs> it's, it's just too many punching. I
5: think.
4: <laughs> no, alright. He punches he punches a cow. <laughs> he punches a a dog. Yeah. The guard punches Dwayne Johnson and Kevin Hart. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Which that will be funny. Um, (laughs) Just call him so. He probably punches Bill Murray when he crashes onto his set. (laughs) Also, I set up for a trilogy because he's going to fight. <laughs> ain't um, nobody watching that Yeah, third it's about a tone Anyone of genre watches shift. that second one. They Ain't
3: watching the third. I I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Yes, they
4: are. They're they... going to. He's going to have to take on the entirety sa- uh, Santa Mafia. These are three very different uh...
2: movies in a trilogy. Where you're like, this is a Christmas movie. and the second one, you're like, okay, this is different. In the third one, you're like, I shouldn't have watched, let my kids watch this. This is just.
4: <laughs> you. Went... <laughs> all right, let's mine's, mine's good. Fucking... Mine's right in the middle Wait, between on, Matt's dark on, boring and Ross's over the let's top. Let's flashback. To episode one, in which you had uh, (laughs) fucking Oompa Loompa sex, and you were like, oh, the adults. (laughs) The adults are now, like, really adult that watched the original movie. So that's a total shift. So don't come at me yeah, yet. I, I didn't. I didn't win that episode, so you should have put it in this one. It's a bad that, that
3: is a very good shout, actually. I yeah. think we pretty much unanimously voted Andy wasn't going to win that one, even though we weren't all hosted. Even so. though it should have. Oh,
4: yeah. Hey, no, mine's, mine's got a good message, yeah? He doesn't. He's, he doesn't like, yeah, what, what he doesn't message? like Christmas. Punch people not like getting a son to no, like you again. No. He doesn't not like. Shaved he so has a long beard or something? Like... No, he doesn't like Christmas. He's dejected. <laughs> he doesn't like life. And yeah. his son is trying to remember, like he's trying to use the Turbo Man doll to get his father back to how he was after he got I him the fu- Turbo Man And the 15-minute car chase. You and... have a message
3: <laughs> about fighting corporate to celebrate Christmas as a city again. That's exactly what I give you. A message whereby the, the bad guy in this movie actually is warmed by compassion in a heart which is why he pulls Your
4: doesn't it it doesn't even matter it does matter it because it, it doesn't fills, doesn't mean it that
3: it could be set could be set anytime well, Yeah yours has got mine, nothing to do with Christmas okay, except for a parade perfect. which you could have no, at No Easter. no mine is definitely about Christmas because you need the Christmas show and things like that in there exactly be, like the first like, one. you could you yeah, could literally change yours to self Mine's got <laughs> Bill Murray doing a
4: Christmas show yeah so mine's. I can't see one
2: flake of snow falling on Matt's movie it's it's very dry it looks like a summer movie right. and it's boring courtroom as a as a, as a kid and if there's a target to young people me, and what families you don't want I people say going oh, this this is, of my movie let's, let's is a courtroom drama i said
3: there are scenes in the courtroom with myron in there so we can purely throw myron in if you don't want the courtroom scenes with myron you're lost but take them out and just have christmas <laughs> scenes all the time and how boring would that movie be i'm offering spice and <laughs> different directions for this movie Hold on, you said in your
4: pitch, the movie spends some, some time, time in the court. You that doesn't yeah. is <laughs> that just be two that's
3: minutes. That's what I want from a Christmas scene. Film. <laughs> Not two hours. Oh, I know, insert... just some Sorry. time. Sorry, okay. Just this time. movie spends, insert two minute court case scene. There you go, Ross. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, okay. Um, let's wind it up. Do l- let's have any any final mini monologues on why I should pick yours, Andy. Uh,
2: mine, I believe, falls right in between Matt's boring non-Christmas Christmas film about a uh, court drama, basically, and Ross's over-the-top <laughs> dead wife road trip. Uh, mine's jolly. It's got everything from the first one. It's got the event 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 thing I was talking about from the first, uh, and he learns his lesson. And there's loads of funny stuff. And it's just a good, it's a perfect (laughs) sequel to... to, to, the, The other two are such a tonal shift, it just doesn't make sense.
3: Okay, Matt? Quite the opposite. And his is absurd. um <laughs> his is just basically the same the idea. He still uses the Wintertainment Wonderland, which is what mine f- focuses on, is exactly the same fucking Wintertainment Wonderland the first <laughs> one did. So what? I don't know why mine's less Christmassy than the other one. But anyway, you know, you're not exactly fighting your own corner. Yours is also just, here he is, still a criminal, still breaking the law constantly as is is here he is just punching people constantly. Mine is a genuinely reformed Howard who did learn, albeit too late because he lost his wife and his kid, but it comes full circle in the end. They managed to rebuild the family. Jamie manages to go on to a discovery journey and move away and save himself before it's too late and find love. Everyone gets to celebrate Christmas in a really heartwarming, positive movie not an action-packed, I'm-just-going-to-punch-people-for-the-fucking-sake-of-it oh, movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, great. i, I, sl- I an sl- little monologue, it's 2022. <laughs> 2022. Yeah, let's just get Peter on the case before the movie even drops. Yeah, good idea. <laughs> good idea. <laughs> okay, and Ross. Hey, look! You should pick mine. Mine's got
4: the the core message that you know his <laughs> he doesn't like Christmas. He doesn't like life after his wife died. Um, you know he he turned a corner after the first movie um, and became a really good father until his wife died in the future. But we don't and see that then His movie. son, yes, but it doesn't need because it's been fucking twenty years, mate, since <laughs> the last one came out. Anyway, shut up. Um, and then. Uh, Then his son is trying to reignite uh, and show his father. It's that core message... But like you said, Drew, in the first movie, it goes batshit and crazy near the end. And that's what I introduced. I introduced a little bit of um, heartfelt story at the beginning. And then I go balls to the wall. And then the third one is going to be very much like Die Hard. Like, yeah.
0: Can't argue with that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Which is a Christmas movie, so keeps in (laughs) theme. See, there you go. Uh,
4: So that's why it's your big mime.
0: All right. Okay. Um... So, I there genuinely are bits of all three of these that I think are really, really good. I like Andy, that yours is primarily focused on Arnie, and I really like the road trip. Matt, Mark G. Rinch, even if you <laughs> forgot Fair, like, the name yeah. yourself, is inspired. Likewise, Hayden Christensen <laughs> playing Grown yeah, Up Jamie like, yeah. is, is fantastic. Good message in there. Ross, you do make a good point um, about the the tone change throughout and like yeah having having him fight the rock and kevin hart at the end would be good fun i would say um there's one problem with that ross which is that the rock has a clause in all his contracts okay. that he can't lose fights oh, yeah. so i don't no, know that's how that's fine yeah like he uh, like so
4: he gets knocked out but then he doesn't like definitively <laughs> yeah. losing yeah. a fight <laughs> like, he, he runs he, away he like until or he uh, uh, you, all right right listen we'll we'll work that out in the details Okay, yeah?
0: okay um i i think all three would need changes i i would want changes um to the to some of the overall story stuff Ross's starts off way too dark. Matt <laughs> Matt <laughs> Matt is hitting all the right notes for me, but for some reason I'm I want something to be a bit more like the first movie in this instance rather than trying to reinvent it for a more modern audience and Andy's is Perhaps just a little too straightforward, and the fact that he's like, "Oh, I'm not going to make it. I've only got three full days <laughs> to get across this country." Um, <laughs> so, issues with all of them. But honestly, I'm I've got to pick Andy's. Hey, that's oh, yes, right. I am um, all the jingle it,
4: ladies. All the jingle
0: ladies. <laughs> the, the multi-billion company, like <laughs> fucking hitchhiking that's right through yeah i mean we'll with we'll, some of the changes would include like he invented simba mattresses so he invented mail order mattresses and that's why he's so successful and yeah maybe have another character who can come along with him for more of the journey <laughs> potentially
2: oh, I, I, I say my antagonist was basically time but also if we needed someone i like you know patrick stewart from an In- american dad That kind of character, (laughs) but he's like a rival mattress salesman and he's basically like dick dastardly where he's got access to money. So he's always kind of getting ahead of Arnie, setting traps, but then like kind of falling for them. But I don't know if we actually need that, because I think time will be big enough. But if not, we can have that silly character. Some okay.
3: guy who is such a sick bastard that he knows yeah. he just wants to get home to his son and his grandson, yet spends his Christmas stopping him getting home. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. fucked up. I that You should pull that suggestion
0: too. It genuinely, like, Ross, you made, you made a spirited defense for yours, and Matt, yours is it hits all the right notes for me but i can't see enough of the zaniness in it where i think it's andy because i couldn't see it in the first movie
3: <laughs> i needed to rechange the, i needed to reshape this mold because it
0: didn't stick the first time uh, <laughs> fair enough and admirable but yeah this week it is going to andy <laughs> well done, andy you are hosting next time for the final episode <gasps> of 2022. Yay. Could you please tell the listeners mm. what you want us to review and pitch sequels for? We are doing
2: another cl- Christmas classic. It's going to be the 2000 and something John Favreau, <laughs> Will Farrell film, Elf. Ooh. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's God. that's going to be a, a okay. difficult one for a lot of reasons. So have fun and you have be Christmassy. Nah,
3: it gives you the perfect sequel final <laughs> final scene in the first movie. Yeah, I'll make sure. But then I'm again, Andy doesn't so like using the final scene in the first movie, so I can't exactly do that. So, <laughs> <laughs> shit. <laughs>
2: hey, those are fighting so, words on the off Pole, man. So
0: there we go. We will be doing a bona fide, regularly in the top ten, top five, probably mm. Christmas movies of all time. And now as to advert as well, if you're in the UK. Yes, fair play. That's actually very, good. very timely. Yeah. Like we, we definitely planned this for the SEO hits. <laughs> not, not that we planned this months and months and months ago. <laughs> so, that is it for episode fifty-eight of Sequel Pitch. Sorry if you can hear the plane going overhead above my shed. Very, very quickly. Just wanted to say thank you so much to all of our listeners. If you enjoy what we do, please tell people about the podcast and get them listening. It really, really helps to put us about. Maybe drop us a review if you're on Apple or Spotify. We'd really appreciate it. And lastly, if you would like to join our pitch pals on Patreon, giving us a couple of quid a month to keep the lights on and pay for microphones and and software that now you can't buy outright and you have to subscribe to that would be fab but no worries if not we will always be here for you free on your feed no matter what happens so that is it from us we will say goodbye from admirable christmasy runner-up number one ross harmston goodbye goodbye from admirable christmasy runner-up number two matt rushton (laughs) goodbye goodbye from this week's winner admirable christmasy winner andy henry remember fathers there's no better father than an accidental father being there accidentally <laughs> for your kid <laughs> and it is wise words you you come to this podcast for the movie talk and andy gives you business tips and parenting <laughs> advice and it is goodbye and happy nearly christmas from me we will see you next time Have a holly,
4: jolly Christmas. It's It's the the best time of the year. There'll be snow
0: and mistletoe and and something. And then Andy (laughs) punching someone in the face. (laughs) Punching the reindeer.